and he goes, hey, Kevin, it's Bob. He's like, got your voicemail. I'm calling you back, and I just wanted to let you know that I will always support Heroic Media through my thoughts and in my prayers, but I'm just telling you right now so that you know I will never give a penny to Heroic Media. Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories, and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. In today's episode, we hear from your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This is the first episode without a guest. I hope you enjoy this story as it has been deeply meaningful in my career and describes the beginning of a friendship that I value deeply. This story takes place in 2015 when I began working full-time in Major Gifts. I hope you enjoy one of my favorite stories that highlights why I love working in Major Gifts. So I just graduated from the University of Dallas and it started full-time at Heroic Media. That summer... We had had our final golf tournament at Heroic Media, and one of the gentlemen who was on uh, our committee for the golf tournament invited one of his close friends to be a sponsor for the golf tournament. So he reaches out to this guy, and my go-to name for, uh, for the sake of anonymity is Bob. So this committee member reaches out to his friend Bob, and they had supported each other going on for years back and forth, just sponsoring golf tournaments that each of these guys were involved in. And so the committee member reaches out to Bob, asks him to do a sponsorship for the golf tournament, and he does a $2,500 sponsorship. But he did this sponsorship purely because of his friendship with this guy. He didn't go to the golf tournament. Um, he wasn't doing it for the mission. It was just his friend asked him to, so he did. It was a $2,500 sponsorship. So fast forward uh, to about October, and this was 2015. We're getting ready to have our uh, second, no, it was our third annual prayer breakfast for life at Heroic Media. And I'm looking for people to reach out to. And I was I was fresh out of college, no formal training and development. I have no idea what I'm doing. But I, I'm just looking at lists in our database of people who have ever given. And I see, I see Bob's name. So I saw he gave $2,500, and I was like, oh, I'll reach out to this guy. So I call him up. He doesn't answer, so I leave him a voicemail. And I can't remember exactly what I said, but I probably just told him, hey, I'm calling to – See if you'd like to consider sponsoring a table at our uh, third annual prayer breakfast for life. And hang up. A little bit later, he calls me back. And I remember I had, I had just gotten home to my, my apartment, uh, and he calls me, and he goes, Hey, Kevin, it's Bob. He's like, got your voicemail. I'm calling you back, and I just wanted to let you know that I will always support Heroic Media through my thoughts and in my prayers, but I'm just telling you right now so that you know I will never give a penny to Heroic Media. And he goes, and I know that might seem harsh, but I've been in sales my whole career, and I know it's I know it's much better to just get a flat-out no than it is to get a maybe, and then you keep going after this person, and it never goes anywhere. 
So I'm just telling you right now from one sales guy to another, count me as a no. You can take me off your list. You never have to talk to me again. And he goes, and by the way, just so you know, this is nothing personal. (laughs) He says, uh, your former uh, development director, Mike Murray, he was one of my closest friends, and I consider him Jesus Christ walking the earth today, and I never gave him a penny. So it's nothing personal. I just feel called to other things. And then he goes on, and this whole time I'm just listening. I'm not saying anything. And so he just keeps talking, and he's going on and on, and he says, oh, and by the way, that golf tournament you guys do, you need to kill that. He's like, that's a waste of time. He goes, guys like me that – We've got six or seven charity golf tournaments we have to play in every year. And he's like, I don't want to go to another one. He's like, I don't want to waste a day pretending like I'm having fun playing golf to support your charity. He's like, I'd rather just write you a check. And he's like, so, so go ahead and cancel that. Trust me. He's like, I've been, I've been in sales. I've been raising money for different things. You should, you should listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> and so as, as you can tell, Bob is a very, very confident person who has strong opinions. But he just, just keeps going on talking, and I'm almost saying nothing this entire time. And then, and then at some point, he starts talking about Mike Murray again. And he goes, by the way, do you know Mike Murray? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I interned for him when I was a student at the University of Dallas. I just graduated uh, about six months ago. And he goes, holy crap. That means you're 22 years old? Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. He's like, Kevin, I thought you were one of my 50-year-old colleagues. That's what I was talking to you like. You're, You're 22 years old? I can't believe this. I'm sorry. Here's what I'll do. I'm not saying I can give any money to Heroic Media, but I can probably give you some advice and help you out in some other ways. So how about we go ahead and schedule a time to we can get together for breakfast and I can at least talk to you. And man, when he said that, I was so excited. Because again, I, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just jumping in, making phone calls with no formal training or direction. And so he says we can get together. And, uh, and so we get off the phone, exchange some emails and schedule time to meet. And we decide to meet in this, uh, nice restaurant close to my office in North Dallas. And that morning rolls around and I, uh, I get all dressed up. I'm wearing my suit at this nice restaurant in North Dallas meeting for breakfast. And I think we were supposed to meet at like 7:30 AM. So I get there, of course, ahead of schedule, and I'm waiting, and then 7.30 comes, Bob's not there. 7.40, Bob's not there. 7.45, nothing. And eventually, he sends me a text message, and he says that he got a, he got a flat tire, and so he said, Uber's on the way. Uh, time continues to go by. An hour later... Bob arrives and again we're in this nice restaurant in North Dallas I'm wearing my suit Bob walks in just wearing some athletic shorts and some sort of long sleeve athletic uh, t-shirt comes up to me he gives me a hug and he goes Kevin I am so sorry and and you can just tell this guy is always on the move always doing something 
And so, so as he's giving me a hug, we're going up to the, the, uh, woman who is going to show us to our table and she, you can tell this guy's been here a bunch of times because he knows her name. He starts speaking to her in Spanish and then he's telling me as we're walking, he's like, yeah, I'm trying to learn Spanish. You know, it's uh, something I'm working on. So I get to, I get to practice here. It's awesome. And she she shows us to our table. We sit down, and this guy is just going. He's just telling me all kinds of stuff. I'm just sitting there uh, appreciating this experience for all that it is. And eventually we order, and I think we had just order ordered, and his cell phone rings, and he answers it. And it turns out it's the guy that was working on his flat tire. And I hear him say, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll be back home in like 15 minutes. And I'm thinking to myself, we just placed our order. How is he how in the world is he going to be back to his house in 15 minutes? And uh and so <laughs> so we placed our order. Eventually the food comes and he's just sharing with me all this stuff about his career and sales and all the success he's had and telling me, you know, what it takes to succeed in fundraising. And I'm just, I'm just eating it up. I am fascinated by this guy and everything he has to say. And so eventually his phone rings again and it's the guy who's working on his, on his tire. And, and Bob goes, he just, he's on the phone and then he starts like snapping his fingers and he's trying to get the the waiter's attention and then he tells me while he's on the phone he's like go go get your car go get your car (laughs) and so we're we're just in the middle of breakfast and and he realizes he needs to be back at his house because he's way late for for showing up to meet this guy and so we we dash out of the restaurant we go down uh we go down the escalator we both get into my vehicle and we start driving to his house and he's like, drive faster, drive faster. We're, we're on the way to his house and he's just telling me, he's like, oh man, I hate it when I, I hate it when I get caught in a lie. He's like, I lie about stuff all the time, but, but it's when I get caught that it's really bad. And, uh, <laughs> and so we're, he's telling me to speed and get to his house faster. And then he's telling me, he's like, oh man, this is terrible. I made this guy wait so long. He's like, I'm going to give him a big tip. I'm going to give him a hundred dollars. We show up, he, he tells me to pull into his driveway, get to his house, he says, wait in the car. So I'm waiting in the car, he goes and he talks with the guy, he gives him his big tip, and then he, he walks back to my car and he motions for me to roll down the window. So I roll the window down, and as the window is rolled down, he tells me, he's like, okay, so... So tell me about this breakfast you're doing. That's why you reached out to me. And so I, I tell him, I, oh, no, no I, I didn't even say anything. He says, so tell me about this breakfast you're doing. Do you have table sponsorships or something? And I was like, yeah, we do. And he goes, what's your highest level sponsorship? And and at the time, Heroic Media was, was still very small in Dallas. And so he goes, "What what's the highest level sponsorship you have? And I said, it's $15,000. And he goes, and have you ever had somebody, a sponsor at that level? And I said, no. And he said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> he just, out of nowhere, just says, okay, I'll do it. I'll do the 15000 And then he goes, he says, my wife's going to kill me. I can't believe I'm doing this. And so then he says, oh, 
and 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 so he just keeps going on about how he's so excited that he's doing this and he's saying you got to put my my business information all over the event and all that stuff it's going to be so awesome and and then he says oh and by the way as soon as you get in your car and you drive away from here i want you to dial up mike murray and when you get him on the phone i want you to say hey mike how much money did bob ever give you when you were at heroic media and he's going to say nothing <laughs> And then I want you to tell him what I'm doing for you now. And then as soon as you get his reaction, I want you to call me back and tell me what he says. <laughs> and so uh, that was that was essentially the end of that story. He wound up doing that sponsorship, and he and I have been good friends ever since. And it's been incredible just getting to know this guy and being able to learn from him. And the next time that I met with him... I asked him, I said, Bob, why did you decide to do that? And and he told me, he said, Kevin, I'm not doing it because of heroic media. He said, I'm doing it because of you. And he said, my whole career has been spent asking people questions and listening to what they had to say. And he said, you made me feel for the first time in a long time like I had something valuable to share and I didn't just have to be the one asking the questions and listening. And he said, and I just appreciated that so much. And he said, so I'm doing this because I want to help you and I want to help your career. Now, why do I bring this up? Um, there's a few things I want to comment on. This is not the typical story of how a gift comes about. Usually, uh, the ideal gift is when you, as the development officer, you personally, it's not about you, it's about the organization. That is what every gift should be about, especially because we want to be able to leave our organizations. One day we're going to leave, either because uh, we decide to leave, we're fired, or we die. It's going to happen. And when that happens, we want that benefactor to continue the relationship with that organization because they care about the mission, not about us. But this guy, it just so happened that his, his interests and passions lied somewhere else, but is willing to do this because he wanted to help me out. And I've expressed to him great gratitude over the years because he gave me so much confidence when I was starting out in my career. And I knew I didn't, I didn't know how to do this successfully. I knew I didn't have the background or the experience or the credentials to be a very successful fundraiser. But what he taught me is you don't, those things are not the most important. The most important thing is passion for the mission and caring deeply about your benefactors and presenting them with opportunities. And this guy, he gave me so much confidence to go out there and schedule more visits and get in touch with people like him, people of great wealth, and know that we can provide something of value to them, even if it's simply asking good questions and listening and caring about their lives. And that is what I want all of you to take away from this story, is that you don't have to have incredible credentials. Most of you who are listening to this, I think, are still probably fairly new to major gifts. 
you might not be having the success that you want. And I want to encourage you that you have the ability to do this. You don't need a degree. You don't need a special training program. You just need to get on the phone and call people and schedule visits, get in front of people. Everything good that happens in major gifts happens in front of people. It doesn't happen from behind your desk. The stuff that you do behind your desk only uh, is helpful insofar as it assists you in getting in front of people. And so if you're in development, I want you right now to pick up the phone and call somebody to schedule a visit. I know there's someone you are thinking about right now that you have been neglecting that you need to call. Do it right now. Get off this podcast, pick up your phone, dial the number. Right now we're in the middle of the corona crisis. You might have to schedule a Zoom meeting. And people, people have been asking me, you know, well, does it matter if I do it through Zoom or should I wait to send it, see him in person? It doesn't matter. The thing that matters is that you go do something. For, you know, someone else was asking me, Kevin, why are you doing this podcast? Should you really be like giving away all your tips and stuff for free? And one of the things I told him is 99%, most people's problem is not that they don't have the information. It's that they're unwilling to take action. And so I know that, 99% of the people that listen to this aren't going to do anything with it. But I'm talking to you right now. You that are listening, that care, pick up the phone and call them right now. You can do this. I'm telling you, there is nothing that separates you from getting in front of people of great capacity from someone who's been doing this for 40 years and has raised hundreds of millions of dollars except that they're willing to pick up the phone and make 50 calls in a day and you're not. And so change that right now. Pick up the phone, get in touch with them, and I promise you, you will have experiences like this with Bob. This didn't happen because I was some master of how to use the phone, the master of scheduling visits. It happened because I just made a lot of calls. And it's, it's, that is the number one thing that we have to focus on as development professionals is increasing our activity. There's a lot of things that we can do to perfect how we speak on the phone, how we schedule visits, what we do during the visits. But the number one thing I've seen that all of us uh, fail on is we don't have enough visits. You need to see more people and you need to ask for more gifts to raise more money. And so the entire reason I'm doing this podcast is to give you the confidence to go out and schedule more visits. So please do that right now. I promise you, I want to be what Bob was for me. I want you to know you have what it takes to be successful in this. And so pick up the phone, schedule a visit, and you will have success. That was the first ever Kevin Fitzpatrick solo episode of One Visit Away. I hope you found this episode valuable. And if you have, please subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. I know it's kind of annoying to go ahead and leave a rating. You gotta come up with a nickname. Most of them are already taken, so you gotta make ridiculous uh, combinations of letters and numbers. But please, the more ratings and reviews we have, the more uh, it gets picked up and people, if they're searching for podcasts on fundraising, will see it. So if you could, please go ahead and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to stay up to date on the show, you can like One Visit Away on Facebook or connect with me, Kevin Fitzpatrick, on LinkedIn. 
And if you really want to help the show grow, please personally share this episode with other development professionals or anyone that you know that works for a nonprofit. I hope the story about Bob brought a smile to your face, maybe some laughter, and encouraged you to schedule more visits. After all, you're only one visit away from a meaningful gift for your organization and an even more meaningful relationship for you and your benefactors for many years to come.